Hey guys, what's going on? It's Monday. Yep. And it's a haunting Mondays. Yep. And if you're in the United States, it's the eve of the 4th of July. Yeah. Which means I have the goddamn day off tomorrow. Yeah, and they're Hooray. out there fucking letting off fireworks. Yeah, so obviously. They're still doing it. Hear yeah. like a lot of, well, they started last night, yeah. actually. Yeah. Pook, Pook is like, what the fuck is this? I'm hiding yeah. under the bed. <laughs> when when, when, uh, when the 4th of July happens, you see our... our um, our housing community has a private golf course on it that other people can pay and come in here and use it. I don't think it's free for us, is it? We got to pay for it. Probably, yeah. It's even got a little restaurant over there that we've never been in. Yeah. But it's in the middle of our neighborhood. Well, they got fireworks over there. Yeah. You can see them from my back window. Get up on the second floor and just watch the fireworks. You don't even have to go down there. Well, when they did that fireworks display last last year, fucking pookie fucking hid. Yeah, she was not. And she was hiding, it. looking like well, they're coming for me. They're not coming for you, Pookie. Oh, <laughs> I felt so fire. bad. Yeah, she had. She was hiding from the fire. She was terrified. Could, her eyes could, were like super red. Yeah, you could you could see her. Her from, and look, is you okay? And she was. Eh. You all right? <laughs> eh. She was scared. Yeah, she did not like it. Yeah. Uh, Zach said Fourth of July sidetrack show. I mean, we weren't planning on it, but maybe I don't know. We'll see what we're doing. Because we might be doing some other stuff for our other project. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Jen did a uh, photo shoot. That was on a... That was Saturday. It was on a Saturday, yeah. Yeah, that was Saturday. So we got done with that. Oh, and it, Actually, it's best, Jen's best photo shoot. She looks gorgeous. Well, uh, I, have, I, have, we have, I don't think we posted any of them yet. I posted three of them on Twitter. Did you? Okay. That's like the only three things I put on that yeah, Twitter account. <laughs> and then... Um, after that, we just did. We decided to do just a test stream, a stream well, it, yeah, to just see how it worked, see what the interface was like. So we had the fucking little stage type thing set up, and we were fucking drinking already, you know. <laughs> and we didn't plan on work, or we didn't. We didn't really plan on working or anything. Yeah, we just wanted to see what, see like, what worked. it was like. Man, people started flying into the door quick. <laughs> first one flew in the door is fucking just just like like will he use the pocket pussy I was like what and he goes, and, uh, can you come and, like, and then uh, Jenny got some hey beautiful and then that but we were only on for like 15, 15 minutes or so was it probably about 15 minutes wasn't it maybe a bit longer than that yeah. like I said I just wanted to see how it worked yeah we were talking to some of them but it turns out like uh, some like why the fuck are these dudes coming at me? It was like two or three different ones, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so I fucking grabbed my tablet and I'm looking to see uh, what guys were streaming. And the dudes were dogs. And then I fucking looked to see what couples were streaming. And there was only like a couple. And it was Saturday night. So what it is is all the gays started fucking looking for dudes in the couples sections. Yeah. That's what it was. But, uh, so they were asking you for all kinds of stuff. They were asking for all kinds of shit. No, they, one, pay, no they, one paying, though, so I was just like, paying, we're not going to do shit pay. for free. And fucking what they were asking for would anyway. have taken more time than they had money for. Right. <laughs> they, want that they want you to get done with that shit in five minutes. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> fucking crazy. You know. <clears throat> Who do you think I am? I'm not that much of a stuck guy. <laughs> He's trying to get shit for free. Well, yeah, I think that's kind of the whole yeah. thing. They're trying to scam some people. Well, well, he, said, he, says, oh, okay. he says, how long would it take? And I said, it'd probably be about a half hour. She wanted, wanted, wanted me to get on Jen and do this and fucking the real thing. And I'm like, look, man, we really only do something like that maybe during a gold show. You know? And that would cost a lot of money. It was a, you know, it, you know, it's at $5.99 a minute, man. It'd, be, it'd, cost, it'd cost you a lot. And he goes, how long would it take? 
And I'm like, is this dude ever been with a woman? <laughs> <laughs> probably about 20 minutes, man. Fucking half hour, probably. We put on a whole fucking show. And if, you know, if you wanted that shit to be real, you got it takes time. Well, yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would have done it if he paid, but, you know. It would have paid, yeah, but that would have been like four, 400 bucks, right? Probably. Maybe well, 500? Like I said, that would have been, been good. Yeah, he well, had that kind of money. Like I said, I mean, we had been, we weren't planning on staying on long. We just went right. on there, like, to see what it was like because we'd never done it before. Yeah. And, um, you know, just to kind of see how all the controls worked and everything like that. Because, yeah. I mean, we'd been doing photo shoots all day and stuff like that. Yeah. And we were super tired. So we just kind of, and we were kind of drunk. So, <laughs> so yeah. we just kind of, like, went on there to see what it was like and see if anybody came in. But we did get a lot of people come in. Yeah. But like I said, no one's going to pay. And the thing yeah. about StreamAid is that you can't, you're not really allowed to do anything super explicit in the public room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can show, like, boobs and stuff like that, but you can't, like... No real below-the-waist shit. No, no, no. Yeah, you can't yeah. show anything like that. So it's like, even some of the shit they were asking for, you can't do that, like, for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, on that platform you'll get kicked off. Well, no, that one guy said, well, we can, we can go exclusive. I said, yeah, but that's going to take time, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, that's probably about 20, 30 minutes. Says, you might want to, you know, and we didn't really know what the pricing was for block. We didn't know the system yet. Yeah, so that's we, why could, we just went on we there. Doing we were just like, fucking You, you could have like a whole more. block of time that you can buy. You can buy a half yeah, you, hour for a certain, but we didn't have yeah. any of that set up. Right. Because we hadn't used that. Because you get feature. a discount if you buy a block. Yeah. Like if you buy 15 minutes, you get it for like you 20% buy a, You could buy an hour and you can get quite a, quite a big discount if you buy an hour. Yeah, but uh, just all those shit. Who wants to watch us fuck around for an hour? I don't. Maybe somebody. No, will. they got people that are like that. Yeah, I guess. Yep. Because they want to <laughs> interact. They want to talk and shit. Right. That's true. Which, like I said, we could do that. We could do that. That's all we do on this fucking show. Yeah. Where we're like talking about. Well, that dude also wanted. He's wanted. He he said that uh, the other guy, that other one, wanted to fucking um, sense the ten dollar to fucking uh, rate his uh, his member. Oh yeah, that's right. But he never sent the money. That's yeah, because that is one thing that's on the list that you, you can, can that. put up there that they can yeah, send you a picture of their yeah ween and you have. To I don't know who he was it. trying to show Jan or me. I don't know. The funny thing is, is that the from from other people in the business that I heard that that do that that fucking have that at option, the dude's gonna send you a picture of some some fucked up shit. And Probably, he, yeah. he doesn't want you to compliment it. He wants you to fucking. Well, that's what I figured. How pitiful it is. That's what I figured. So it's usually it's a humiliation, like a, like a humiliation thing, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's what I figured. Yeah. Because why would a, like a normal person like that was just into normal shit like why would they yeah. want to send you that? I don't know. Yeah, I kind of feel like they, they want, want you to be, humiliate them. Yeah, I think they want to be humiliated. Weird. Which you know, I can do that. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that come off a hamster. <laughs> I have very mean. Puberty never happened, huh? <laughs> well, there's still time. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> we're such assholes. But, yeah, so, um... <laughs> I'm not really an asshole. I'm kind of a nice person. No, Jen's kind of mean. Yeah, but I it depends kind of... on who you are. Yeah, it, well, yeah. Yeah. If you're nice, then I'm really yeah. nice. But if you're an asshole, then, yeah, yeah. I'm super mean. Um, all right, so... <laughs> we got distracted already. Yeah. But like I said, well, it's, we're letting people come in the door. Yeah. Well, okay, like yeah. I said, it's really nice because I don't have to go to work tomorrow, which yeah. means that I can have a drink. I don't have to worry about getting up at five fucking a.m. Yeah, we're gonna have a good a. fun show here for fucking the haunting episode. Yeah, and this one is this, well because this house is kind of famous. Yeah, and I was kind of involved in this case on the side. Wait, were you really? How yeah, did that happen? That paranormal investigator I talked to. Oh, him. that's right. I forgot about uh, I was that. Have that him was on a the, while back. Yeah. Going to have him on the show. Yeah. I talked to him on the phone. 
Because, man, so many paranormal events. Even even yeah. just in the context of this show, like this episode, yeah. how many fucking paranormal investigators, like, trooped through that house? Yeah, that, that was the reason why I kind of cooled off on this case. I was like, there are too many paranormal investigators involved in this, and all of them kind of say something different. And then the first group that went in there was trying to cause trouble. And I was like, the chances are this this fucking case is so contaminated you'll re- never really know exactly what happened. Um, yeah, it might might have really happened, but it also could be a hoax. You don't know. I kind of feel like this house maybe I, I don't know how long it's had a reputation, but it's had a reputation for being haunted. I think like even before the people yeah was it a on book? the show yeah bought it like it's pretty famous yeah. like in that area yeah and then buying it not knowing that it was a famous haunted house uh, i think it's unlikely well that's the thing like i've seen this house nowadays like back in the day like before the internet yeah. like yeah you could especially if you were moving to another town and you were just like oh that's a cool house and you bought it and like nobody ever told you anything about it but i feel like nowadays you know you're gonna look it up on zillow or you're gonna look it up on the internet like in yeah. other places and you're gonna find out that yeah. it's famous for being super and i've haunted. seen i've seen the house and i've seen photographs of the interiors and stuff this was i think he i think uh that paranormal investigator guy said i forgot his name he's mentioned in the case with the guy's white hair uh, Bill something. Bill something, yeah. I think he sent me pictures of it uh, online. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, he, he might have been the source. I did, But I had seen pictures of it. It's a spooky-looking house. Yeah. And the interior rooms are, are were small and kind of like a Warren-like and nonsensical. A lot of Victorian houses don't make any sense when you go inside the, the, the layout. It's not a modern layout. Uh, you got to walk through people's rooms to get to other rooms. There's a lot of that. And, well, you know what's weird, too, is that this, because I looked this house up, it has ten bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. Yeah. Which is... It's because it was in the time of t- chamber pots. Yeah. It's because it's that far back. Yeah. Probably 1860s. Like, nowadays, they usually will give you at least as many bathrooms as yeah. there are bedrooms yeah. and maybe one extra, but... Yeah, back then they're like ten bedrooms. You don't need that many bathrooms. Like well, you said, everybody the had bathrooms. May have been added later. Yeah, they probably because the house was probably not built with them at all. They were using chamber pots. Now we were wondering because this episode came out in what 2013, 2014, yeah. something like that. And at the end of this episode, um, the couple at the center that had bought the house like still owned it. And I'm not sure now. The house, the last time the house was sold, or actually, I think it's for sale now. Um, it went on sale, it went on the market at the end of 2022, and it has been restored Okay. Uh, completely. I think they did a full restoration, okay. as far as I'm aware, like in 2021. Okay. Um, so the photos I, I saw, it looked rough. So I think it's still for sale. It's. Yeah. Um, I saw an article that said it was for sale for $329,000. Damn, that's a good deal. Which is... Uh, that's cheap, cheaper in this house. Cheap as shit, yeah. Yeah. And it's... Um, the thing is, those... 6,600 square feet. The uh, Victorian homes uh are money eaters you just uh-huh. you can't heat them or cool them it is in massachusetts you yeah. don't really need cooling that much it's not like you're down south but they're damn near impossible to heat i mean that one Mich- uh, michigan bad house that i was in not michigan but massachusetts bad house me and my boy lived in it lived in it we it had a it had a um an, an oil burning kind of like central heating system it didn't work all that well, and uh, it wouldn't get. You could keep it from not freezing inside, but there were places in that house that were chilly as shit. 
the wind would hit it, and you could feel the whole fucking house flex in the wind. <laughs> you know, you could feel it. It made a lot of noise. It creaked a lot. And uh, if you looked at it, it's just kind of good-looking house. But they're just, it was a Victorian house. They're just not, they're old. And they weren't, they're not made to modern standards. Yeah. The, I mean, really, the only reason you would want that is if you were into that aesthetic mm-hmm. and had enough money to maintain it. Yeah. But you'll never really have a nice, comfortable, modern, air-controlled climate inside there. No. And especially yeah. if you want it to look like it did back in the day, which a yeah. lot of people do because that's why they buy them. They're yeah. not going to like modernize it out because it would look all fucked up. Yeah, there's no place to put ducts or anything right. like that for your air conditioning. Yeah, that's another thing. And a lot of times uh, electricity was added a lot later. So all the electrical conduits on the outside of the walls in, 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 in metal conduit, there's a lot of that. Um, they're just not real comfortable or practical compared to, I'm, say, like a modern home. I mean, the thing about it, it's like, I love the look of them, but to be honest, if I had the money, I would rather build something that looked like that, but was, had all the modern conveniences because, right, like a fake Victorian house. Like the one at, at like the Haunted Mansion at fucking Right, that's what I mean. It's not there, it's like, (laughs) it's actually like a fucking facade, it's just an empty building. Because I, yeah, because I would love a house that looked like that, but, um, but I don't want like all of the... No, like all all the late Victorian shit that goes along with you it. You can't get up in the middle of the night and go go to the other side of the house without and not wake up your girlfriend or your wife or anything. You can hear somebody walk through that whole house because <laughs> those wooden floors. Yeah, and just it was echoey and things fucking creaked and you you hear footsteps all over the place. You couldn't. There's no such thing as being quiet in those houses. Yeah, yeah, you'd be waiting. Doesn't even matter how big they are. They're just kind of echoey. And what's weird is that they'll have a lot of rooms, and the rooms are small by today's standards. A yeah. lot of them. You go like, is this a bedroom? What is this? <laughs> what kind of room is this? It's bigger than a closet. It's a little smaller than a bedroom. What is this room? What was this room used for? Yeah. And people go, I don't know. It's a room. Yeah. Just a room. We didn't, think, a room, about, we didn't room. think about it too much. Some kind of parlor you sat in. Might have been a little kid's room at some time. You don't know. They just sat in it. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, that's all they were the Victorians. They didn't so they have. Did, they sit. They didn't have no TV or nothing yeah. like that. They just go and sit in this room. I go sit in that room. room. They sit in the other room. They sit in the other room. They sit and they talk. Well, I mean, I sit in. Room and they have friends so. over and talking. That was, was their version of Twitter. Having some having, having some your friends tea. over talking. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I know people still do that. Yeah. But yeah, so like I said, this house is kind of famous. It's actually ca- uh, known as the Sylvester K. Pierce House or the S.K. Pierce House. Uh, and it was built in, it was finished in 1875. So um, so on the episode, this, uh, this took place in summer of 2008, they said. And this is in Gardner, Massachusetts, which is... Did they say it was the furniture capital of the world? I find that hard to believe. But, well, I guess the it's known for furniture manufacturing, particularly, like, chair manufacturing, like, making wooden chairs and stuff like that. That was kind of what the big uh, industry was in the town. So the couple that we have at the center of this in 2008, um, they were from Boston, and they had been looking around for a house to buy, like, in this smaller town. The guy's name is Edwin Gonzalez, and his girlfriend's name is Lillian Otero. Now, Lillian had always wanted a Victorian house, so when they saw this one, um, she was just completely, she's like, yeah, we gotta have this. And it wasn't, I think they said in 2008 when they bought it, it was less than $200,000. 
I don't know what the condition of it was, um, you know, because on the show, obviously, it looked all beautiful and, and everything. He didn't mention anything about it needing a lot of work or anything like that. He did say that it was, like, really beautiful when they bought it and everything like that. But like I said, I, I think they've restored it in 2021, like, back to its former glory or whatever. So, and I think that whoever owns it now or whoever owned it recently they um hosted as like they let uh people stay overnight like and look for ghosts and shit like that so they have yeah. it kind of like as a i don't know if it's a bed and breakfast but they kind of like let people stay there well during my little pre preliminary investigation of this and trying to get a guest on um it turns out that after after this episode you know came out they were still trying to have do they were trying to do things like ghost tours yeah to save the mansion now they evidently rebuilt it I don't, you know, I don't know if the probably wasn't them probably somebody else did that with a loan trying to save that house I don't think I don't think uh, ghost tours would pay <laughs> to pay enough to save a house like that probably not no well and this house was on like a bunch of other paranormal shows too I think it was on like my ghost story and yeah was it on paranormal witness I can't remember I don't know might have been on Paranormal Witness as well, but it's a, it was on more than this one, you know what I mean? That might have been a wise investment. You had that thing on the fucking, all these damn ghost channels. It didn't cost much, though, but then you uh, raise the uh, the money to fix it, then you sell it to somebody who wanted a haunted house. Yeah, and this house, like I said, even though now, I don't know if it's still for sale, but it went on sale like late last year, and it's on the, um, uh, what do you call it, on the... National Register of Historic uh, Places or whatever. They just put it on there last year. So, like I said, it's kind of... And they had, like, famous people stayed there. Like, Norman Rockwell stayed there. I think he might have done a painting with this house in it also. You know, Calvin Coolidge. Like, people like that. So, like, famous people stayed there. You know what I mean? And, like, a lot of movie stars are... Not movie stars, but, um, you know, stage actors and stuff like that that were famous. Like, they stayed there back in the day. Because I think for a while it was... A, um, it was a boarding house. Like, a boarding house or an yeah. inn or something like that. Because it was originally built as a family home, obviously, for Sylvester K. Pierce and his family. Like he he had a um, uh, like a manufacturing, like a chair manufacturing, uh, factory, like right across the street that he owned. So uh, so yeah, so they see this house. Lillian is like, yeah, we got to have this because she had really wanted a Victorian mansion. So they go in there, and she is just like all about it. So she's taking pictures like all around the house because she's super excited. But then, kind of the first sort of tiny little mysterious thing that happened was that she's taking pictures around the house, and the camera suddenly stops working. Now, she said the dead battery light came on, even though she had just put new batteries in it. You know what I mean? Which, you know, that's a little bit weird, but it's not that weird. But that was kind of like the first thing that happened. What's up, Black Frog? What's up? Uh, been a while since I caught one of these. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It is. Um... Yeah, Zach was, uh... Zach says, the house I was living in with my old roommate was listed as three bedrooms, but it only had two. I think they were, um, voting the open-air loft over the living room as one. <laughs> Isn't that false advertising? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's all kind of, like, little ways they get around shit, you know what I mean? Because I <coughs> lived in a house in Daytona that was technically two bedrooms, but somebody had built out in the back, like, behind the kitchen, um... I guess it used to be the screened-in porch, but they had built it out into a room. 
So they were considering that a bedroom too, which I guess it could have been, even though it was like double doors, like right into the kitchen, which yeah. was like kind of weird for a bedroom. But I guess you could make it a bedroom if you wanted. We actually used it for an office, but which seemed like a better use of it. Um, but yeah. And then Zach said, oh, wow, they listed it for 329 k That's not a lot, is it? No. Not for a house this size. No. I looked it up, and it's 6,661 square feet. This house is now at 500. Yeah. It went up. Yeah. So it kind of made money on it, even though we don't own it yet. Yeah. But yeah, so and this so this house is, um, not this house, but the one in the episode. Like I said, 10 bedrooms, two and a half baths. Just it goes to show you how people don't really want to live in, in, in Victorians. Yeah, I mean, well, they probably would if they weren't such money. They're fits, money eaters, right? Yeah. Like I said, if I could have a house that looked like that but was otherwise modern, yeah. like that had all the modern shit in it, yeah, I would totally snap that up because I love that aesthetic. I love that look. Heating and cooling just cost an arm and a leg. Yeah, it yeah. would just they be weren't too built for that. Too expensive. Yeah. But yeah, so um, so yeah, the camera dies out like uh, with the dead battery light and she's like huh that's weird whatever and he's like well we're gonna buy the house so don't worry about it you can have plenty of pictures later on now edwin said though that when they were looking around the house like prior to buying it he said he just had really weird vibes about the place he's like he would go through some of the rooms like some of the rooms were fine and he felt totally fine but then he would go in like one particular room or like another room and he'd like have a really bad feeling like he'd feel like really nauseated um and shit like that so he's like and then, like, the second he stepped out of the room, like, he would feel totally fine again. So he thought that was a little weird. But he's like, you know, I didn't like it, but um, Lillian was, like, so excited about this house, and I wanted her to have it. So they went ahead and bought it. And uh, so, yeah. Another weird thing that happened is I guess they had a neighbor or, like, a friend of theirs that lived next door. And this guy is apparently, like, jogging past their house, and he sees a little boy in the upstairs window like he kind of saw the kid he kind of explained it as he saw the kid like going from one window to the other and then all of a sudden he'd be like there were two windows on this other side of the house too and he'd see the kid like running back and forth between the windows but then like he'd be over here on this side of the house and like edwin is like well that can't happen because there's like walls and yeah rooms are halls and stuff those two rooms aren't connected so you wouldn't be able to like get there even if that was like a real kid but it's like so he goes down like the the guy's like jogging past he's like what the fuck and then he asked edwin he's like i didn't think you guys had any kids and he's like we don't and he's like well who's that little boy like up in the window all the time he's like beats me i don't know um you know what i mean so yeah so apparently more than one person i think saw a little kid up in the window and that's like a pretty common thing that had been reported to by other people like the people just walking past so um apparently the first few weeks after they moved in kind of went by sort of quietly but then they're sleeping one night and the sheets kind of get pulled off them like that now i'm not really sure how because they showed in the reenactment that they didn't wake up when this happened it's like the sheet strikes like starts pulling off them like that what woke them up was the door slamming the bedroom door slammed by itself and of course they thought somebody was in the house because that's what you would think so Edwin gets up and, like, freaking out, and he, like, goes out there. But there's, like, nobody out in the hallway. There's nobody in the house. So the door just kind of slammed by itself. And then, apparently later on that same night, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. Even though on the reenactment it was, like, bright daylight outside. I'm like, in what universe is a bright daylight at 5 a.m.? Like, especially in Massachusetts. So 5 a.m., the doorbell rings. 
And they're like, who the fuck is that? Like at five o'clock in the morning, they're like, oh, well, maybe it was some contractor. They're like, not at five fucking o'clock in the morning. That'd be rude. And then they there's like pounding on the door. Like somebody's pounding and pounding, pounding. And he's like, what the fuck? So like he goes down there and opens the door. And again, nobody there. So doorbell ringing and pounding on the door. We had that happen. At, not pounding, but we had the doorbell ring. Yeah. In the middle of the night. At our place. Um, it was like 4.30. Yeah, you said like it rang twice. Yeah. I was slept through it. You woke me up. So. Yeah. Yeah, because I was freaking out. <laughs> a few nights after that, uh, Edwin is in the home office and straight up sees an apparition of a dude. I don't know if it was like a full body apparition. But like the way they showed it in the thing, it seemed like kind of part of his face and maybe like part of his torso or whatever. So at this point, this kind of freaks him out. As it would. So he calls the previous owner to ask about, you know, hey, did you guys experience anything weird in this house and shit like that? And the guy said, oh, didn't anybody tell you? Which is always something that, like, whenever this happens in, this, <laughs> in these episodes, and then you call, like, the previous owner, didn't anyone tell you? They always say that. So the guy talked about the history of the house. And he's like, oh, by the way, a dude burned to death in the master bedroom like years ago you know what i mean he's like oh that's awesome and then uh somebody pointed him to a book called haunted massachusetts which was written by a guy named thomas agostino i think they said was his last name and uh he goes to the library or the bookstore or whatever and like looks in this book and his house is in it and he's like oh shit well that's probably not good so, like I said, they, they talked a little bit about the history of Sylvester K. Pierce. He had the house built for his family back in 1875. And his wife died in the house, apparently, like, only less than a year after moving in. And then eventually, like, the sons took over. And then it became a boarding house. Now, the guy that burned to death, the story about it was he was a tenant when the place was a boarding house. And I guess he was 48 years old. They said what his name was. It was Eno something, but I couldn't remember what his last name was. Um, and yeah, they just found him. I, the house didn't burn down or nothing like that. So the legend started going around that he had died from like spontaneous combustion. You know what I mean? Because he just like burned to death in the room. And I don't know if nothing else in the place was burned or if it wasn't that damaged or something like that. But there was a legend circulating that he had died of spontaneous combustion. Even though I don't believe that. He probably just fell asleep with a cigarette in his hand and burned up on the Spontaneous bed. combustion's been debunked many times. It has, yeah. It has. When you... I saw a reenactment of it. When you see the fire, you go, oh, of course. It, if you take a carpet, anything that can allow airflow underneath the body, and you can take a pig and put it on the carpet, and especially if you have a blanket or a little bit of clothes on the pig, and then just take a, a, a match or a, or, a, or a lighter and just catch the clothes on fire or maybe even just the carpet, that flame will get up against the flesh and it'll just start to burn. The whole body will slowly over time. It burns like the way a candle burns. You know, the flames don't get any lo any higher than four or five inches. And it doesn't burn down the rest of the house or anything. The flames never get big. Yeah. And it just kind of starts in that one spot and slow, slowly spreads across the body in a ring and then goes down. And then when it gets to the hands and the feet, it goes out. There's not enough fat there to fuel it. Right. And it happens with fat people or people that have fat in it is, is more likely. Because the fat is getting up on the damn clothing or the carpet or the bed sheets or whatever. 
the melted fat's getting in there, and then it's burning on the damn clothes, like a wick. Yeah. A wick on a candle, or a wick on a damn lamp, like a like a like a like an oil lamp. Yeah. And it, and it'll turn the bone to ash and everything. It'll shrink skulls. It'll fucking look bizarre. It'll look like it was a real high temperature fire, but it wasn't. It was a very low temperature, slow burning fire, like a crock pot. Worse. But you know how a crock pot cook meat real soft? <laughs> That's what'll happen to you. Yeah. And, <laughs> and there's always everyone... somebody dying of a heart attack while they're smoking. Pretty yeah, much. while they're laying in bed. Or they're drunk, they, they drunk and they fucking die while they're drunk. Or they're fucking just pass out drunk. And then the fire and the smoke inhalation kills them. Yeah. You would think that the fire would wake them up. But they tend to be overweight. They tend to be alcoholics. I don't know if they burn... A, to death alive I would think no I think they just happen to have a heart attack while they're yeah smoking. I mean especially if the especially if the fire burned that slowly mm-hmm. you'd think that you'd be like even as drunk even as drunk you were you'd up. be like Jesus Christ what the fuck is going on well you, know you would I mean? think that but people have gotten so drunk they passed out in the bathtub and drowned that's true like that girl from Cranberries that cute little Irish girl yeah them Irish people, man, y'all need to keep it under control. We got Irish <laughs> DNA too, man. <laughs> We're not that bad. We're drinking in the bathtub, fucking drowning, and say, "Oh fuck it." I mean, I'm not. Oh, fuck it, I'm drowning. I. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I'll I'm drown not, later. I'm, I'm too not, tired. <laughs> I'm not gonna take a bath when I've been drinking. That's yeah. one thing. Because yeah. I'm kind of paranoid about that kind of shit. Zach says, "Eno, sorry," was his name. Thank you. Yeah, I knew they said what his name was, but I couldn't. Yeah. I knew I wrote down his first name, but not his last name because I didn't hear it. Uh, a Finnish immigrant, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So he burned to death in this house, and yeah. I guess that, and I guess that is documented. Yeah. Like I, I don't think he spontaneously combusted, but he no, did. He did burn I, to death. Having seen Poltergeist personally, I was really fascinated with spontaneous combustion because I thought maybe it might have been a link. I thought it might have had something to do with pyrokinesis, uh, which is it's like. It's like RSPK. It's like telekinesis, but instead of moving large objects, you're moving real small objects, molecules, to create fire. I thought it might have been something like that. Maybe a person burned themselves up using pyrokinesis, but it didn't. It doesn't match. They're all usually older people who are overweight. They smoke and they drink, and they're in bad shape. That's who spontaneously combusts. Low energy people. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, it's because they die while they're smoking and, and they just burn up. Yeah. And like you said, it smells like a yeah. pot. Now, there was a young mm. person that did that. They tried to crack that case. Dude had broke into her house and evidently raped and killed her. And she was found spont- with the same signs of spontaneous combustion. She looked like a spontaneous com- they, they first thought it was fucking spontaneous combustion. It wasn't. It was murder and rape. What he had done is he went into the bathroom and grabbed some perfume and, 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 and threw it on her. Because they found a bottle of perfume there. And set her on fire with some perfume and left. She was already dead. Yeah. The, and the flames just burned like I described. They only got like five inches high and they burned her over a long period of time. But the guy who went to prison that they caught said no I just threw when they said what happened he says I just threw perfume on her and set her on fire she was already dead that I, that it. happens a lot like yeah, especially yeah. like when a dude breaks into somebody's house and like yeah. rapes and kills somebody and then they yeah. try to set the body on fire like, yeah he's so. trying to hide evidence right that happens a lot yeah it didn't it caught him anyway yeah but they were 
paranormal investigators were fucking really interested in that fire, and it, they just through his testimony they realized that it wasn't spontaneous combustion. Right. Ben says perfume is flammable. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. Got a lot of alcohol in it. Yeah. And oil. Yeah. And he, he wasn't the brightest candle. All right. He just went. <laughs> he just went through some some cleaning or some kind of product, whatever product he could get on there, and set it on fire. And it just burned a little bit, like like it burned us, the, the the flame would be about as high as the flame on a lighter, and it just turned her into a damn candle. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, they've done reenactments reenactments with like with pig carcasses with pigs, and stuff when, like that. As soon as you see it, you and know. as soon as you see it, it like becomes really obvious. Realize, that, you go, that oh yeah, it's not weird. It's not weird. You got because you've seen that kind of fire before, right? Like a smoldering campfire. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, it's kind of like that, except a person, mm-hmm. which is horrifying. But yeah, that's how it happens. So, uh, so yeah, so they're so they're like, well, that was at least one person. They they know. I think I was reading an article that said that there are actually seven confirmed deaths in this house, um, but that was kind of the most splashy one, I guess. Uh, the guy that burned to death. So at one point, uh, Lillian is home by herself, and the door opens by itself. That seemed to happen a lot, and then. They di- okay. They didn't do like a real good job of like doing a reenactment of this, or maybe it's just because I'm deaf and I didn't hear what was going on. Because I'm like, she seemed like she was looking up over, um, you know, this uh, the high boy or whatever kind of thing they had up there, like that had all the dishes and shit in it. And she's like looking up there. I'm like, what is she looking at? Like, I don't see anything up there. But like when they were talking about it later because she wasn't the real person. She wasn't actually on the show. They explained at the end, like Edwin was, but he explained at the end that it's like, she's still scared of that shit and she didn't really want to talk about it. So, so he was kind of like talking about like what she had told him cause she didn't want to be on the show, but they explained that actually she had heard something growling at her from up there. So I don't know if she actually heard, like saw anything because they didn't really show anything up there. I didn't see anything anyway. But then they explained later that she had heard something growling up there. Or she felt like something was up there. So she tells Edwin about it because it's freaking her out. And he's like, okay, well, we really need to, like, get some help in here and get somebody in here to see what's going on. So he goes and contacts the guy that wrote the book, like, Haunted Massachusetts. And uh, so Thomas is, like, he's Thomas Agostino or whatever his name is. And he's like, okay, well, I'll come out and do, like, a, you know, an investigation on the house. So he comes with his wife, Arlene, who, of course, is a medium. So they do tarot and EVPs and all that kind of stuff. Now, there's apparently, they have all these uh, cameras and shit, like, set up all around the house. And in the reenactment, they showed, like, a shadow figure, like, going across the camera, like, like that. Like, nobody said they saw that, but they just showed that on the reenactment. But they said that the camera on the tripod that was in the master bedroom, like, it looked like somebody had kicked it over. You know what I mean? Like, they heard a noise and they ran in there. But that could have just fallen over. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. So they did, like, a cleansing with the sage and banishing the negativity and all that. And then he tells Edwin and Lillian, he's like, you have to do that every night and everything should be golden. A few nights after that. Uh, they start hearing footsteps around the house. Um, then the door starts kind of opening and slamming and stuff like that. So they're both awake and they're just like, what the fuck is going on? And then I thought this was kind of interesting. They started here. They heard a, something glass breaking in the kitchen. Like it sounded like a crystal bowl or something like that, like falling on the floor. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? And then they said they kept hearing glass breaking like somebody was just going through and like throwing all of their glassware like on the floor. Like it sounded like that. And they, it just kept happening, and they're just like, what the fuck? So then they go down there to the kitchen, but when they go in the kitchen, 
nothing is wrong. Like, nothing is broken or nothing. They're like, we just heard the noise, like, over and over, like, really distinctly of glass breaking over and over. Now, this is the part, this, I thought this was kind of funny. So this was the dude you were talking about. His name's Bill. I can't remember. Bill, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's his last name? I don't remember. I, remember I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I didn't. Yeah. Because I tried it. Like I said, I'm trying he to was write it back. He's a real nice guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah he seemed like, like a nice dude. Because yeah, yeah. the real guy was uh, interviewed yeah. on the show as well. I didn't reject the case. didn't have him on because of him. I didn't have it on because at the time I was... We It, it would be a case that I could actually have on now. But at that time, we were looking for like some of the best type poltergeist cases that had like evidence and shit best ghost type cases that had a lot of impartial witnesses this one doesn't have a lot of impartial witnesses like the cops don't show up and go yeah yeah we, we saw some shit you know, right. that, that doesn't exist in this that's what I was looking for at the time but yeah apparently this bill dude showed up just like randomly yeah. like does that he call but yeah so he just shows up on the doorstep like yeah. hi I'm Bill um, I am a spiritual empath, and yeah. he was apparently friends with the previous yeah. owner, and he had been over to the house, been house a bunch of times. Yeah, uh, and he was, from what, based on memory, this was his favorite house. This yeah. was his favorite haunted house. He got the most action out of this house, so he was constantly keeping an eye on it, wanting to know who bought it. So it's not strange yeah. when he shows up. He was waiting to see who's going to buy it. Yeah, because he wanted to get back in there. I believed him. Like I said, no. he seemed like a nice man. They yeah. actually had the real guy on there. Yeah. Uh, his methods, though, kind of like airy-fairy elves and magic, kind of, to me, that's what, what kind of... I'm not big into the, you know... I mean, I've seen the shit, I don't, but I don't believe in, like, Ouija boards and fucking uh, uh, magic or, you know, it's not going to be like that. There's a, there's a, a, a scientific explanation for paranormal stuff. It's just a science that we don't understand yet. Yeah, so Bill shows up, and he tells Edwin, he's like, the whole thing, he's like, I've been in this house, like, lots of times. And he's like, there's a lot of spirits in this house, but the main one is this woman named Maggie. And Maggie was apparently um, Sylvester Pierce's nanny. Like, that was the guy that had the house built. And um, so she's apparently, like, protecting the house and he's like she's kind of like the protective spirit and keeping all the other ghosts from like acting up you know what i mean and he says did you ever consider like before you bought or before the previous owner bought it i guess was what he was saying the house was empty for 20 years and he's like didn't you think it was weird that the house was empty for 20 years and there was no vandalism and he's like that's because maggie the ghost was yeah. protecting it like keeping people from so I don't know. She would fuck people up if they came in there with like KK and a spray paint or whatever. I'm of the, the, the this is the thing. See, I'm of the thinking that ghosts are rare. I'm not into this portal thing where there's ten ghosts living there because it's a portal. You know what I mean? One of them's a. I just a, find that statistically statistically unlikely. I've seen poltergeist and I've been in a bad house before. Had near death experiences and out of body experience. If there is a ghost, and I've never seen a ghost, ghost, in the classic description of a ghost, you know, apparitions and shit, I would think that they would be very rare. And the chances of there being more than one in one area, nah. Uh, if Now, if you thought there was more than one, I'd be more apt to believe what the exorcist said out of the damn ex the movie The Exorcist, that there's just one demon. <laughs> it's pretending to be all these other, but there's just one. You know, that would be more likely. 
Yeah. If there's a bunch of ghosts, there's more likely it's just one ghost. I'm pretending to be a bunch of them. Because what else are you going to do when you're a ghost? Mm-hmm. It's probably really boring. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so supposedly this ghost Maggie has, like, been protecting this house all this time. Now, Bill said that there were a couple of kind of, like, more questionable or, like, nasty kind of spirits in the house as well. Ben says the ghosts are time-sharing in the damn house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. more ice in that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like a sublet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. But um, he said that there's a kid ghost in there. Um, who was abused as a child, like, when he was alive. And he also thinks that whoever his abuser was is also still in the house as a ghost. Um, and also, he said there's kind of, like, a, a nasty ghost in the basement and, a, like, another nasty one on the second floor. Now, even after Bill tells Edwin and Lillian all of this, they still want to stay in the house because, you know, this is kind of like their dream house or whatever. So after 10 months, they decide what they're going to do is they're going to have, like, they're essentially going to hold, like, an open house for paranormal investigators, like, to come in there and see if they can get somebody that'll help them out. So this one investigator, whose name is John Brightman, he's the one that coordinates everybody coming there. And he, like, has a specific rule. Nobody bring Ouija boards. Like, I guess he puts it on the flyer or on the invitation or something like that. He's always like, nobody bring Ouija boards, goddammit. But you know how, like, nobody listens. So a bunch of different paranormal teams come, and they all set up in different rooms and, like, try with their equipment or whatever. And they're trying to kind of get evidence or what have you. However, you always just knew. It's always the goths. Like I said, blame the goths. Oh, yeah, got they're a couple... always doing shit, sacrificing cats and Ouija boards and Right, shit. we're the worst. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I would never, I would Turning never. Turning the fan on. Oh, okay. Good. The show's biggest fan. Yeah, but, big uh... fan right there. <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible. Um, but yes. Cheesy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, anyways, I stole that joke from MST. So, um, because <laughs> that, that's actually what I was thinking of. But, uh, so yeah, so they all set up in different rooms, but one goddamn satanic couple sneaks in a paper Ouija board. I guess they just kind of folded it up and they were like, tee like put it in their fucking jeans pockets or whatever, or the pocket of their cloak or whatever. They were skinny jeans, too. <laughs> well, yeah, the Satanists always wear <laughs> skinny, skinny jeans. Satanists wear skinny jeans and little fucking, yeah. little fucking all-stars. <laughs> and they go down to the basement with their little paper, paper Ouija board, yeah. and they're all just down there chanting and blah, 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 Satanists, yada, yada, whatever. Yeah. So my father plays dominoes better than your father plays dominoes. <laughs> That's what they're saying. I yeah, my father plays, my, my padre plays dominoes better than your padre plays dominoes. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so they don't really bring. I don't know. I guess they kind of imply that these little miscreants with the paper Ouija board that they're the ones that kind of caused the trouble that went on later with Lillian and stuff, but. They don't really, like, mention them again, really. So the guy that coordinated it, he has one of those... They, what's that thing called? An ovulus? That kind of, that bullshit paranormal <laughs> thing. It sounds like something that goes up in somebody's cooch. It does, actually. It kind of... It does sound like... Get your hands off my ovulus. <laughs> Do you know how much that costs? <laughs> get it's going to be dried off. Get the lube. <laughs> yeah. But, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, he said the, ovulus, right? I think it was, yeah. You sit there and you... 
Are we talking about the thing, the thing that thing on the on the Ouija board? No, no, no. That's no. That's, that's the planchette. That's the planchette. That's the planchette. The obvious thing is the bullshit thing that like spits out words that just like scrolls oh, through the. That. You, it scrolls yeah, through yeah, radio I mean, frequencies. Yeah. And you ask it questions, and then it just like spits out words. Spits like, out random randomly. Fucking, yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Zach says, "Ovulus side effects may include anal leakage, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we were watching YouTube the other day, and a commercial came on for some kind of medicine, and everything it said, we were like, what, what, you know, and it may also cause your head to explode, it may also <laughs> cause your intestines to come out. You know, we were like, what the fuck?" I was like, I ain't taking that shit. It was, a, it was a long list. It's like a long list of bad shit could happen to you if you take this medicine. And I'm like, I ain't taking that shit. What made them think that would even sell? Well, that's the thing. I think, I think the medication was for bipolar disorder, right? Yeah. I was like, nah, thanks. I'll keep the bipolar. Yeah. <laughs> like, after that list of... I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. No, thank you. Wasn't worth it. No, it really wasn't. I mean, yeah. if your bipolar is really bad, maybe it is. But I kind of feel like for most people, I'll be like, no, thanks. I'll just... I'll just keep. I don't wouldn't take most of the medicines that people fucking. They're trying to sell. They're just trying to sell you patented medicine, just like it was back in the day. Snake oil. They're gonna have fucking rattlesnake heads in a jar. It's, just, it's that same shit. When they probably had a cure for that a long time ago, but they don't want to talk about it because they don't own the patent on it. I mean, I try not to take anything unless I uh, absolutely have to. You know what I mean? But I know not everybody is as lucky as I am. But I have a really good immune system. Yeah. That was like I just I just won the genetic lottery there. Hormone therapy fucking solves a lot of problems. Diabetes and fucking high blood pressure. Good. But yeah, so the ovulus thing that just goes through and goes, and then like you just interpret, listen, it answered my question. Yeah, no, it did. So anyways, what this guy decides to do, this part was kind of funny to me too. He decides he's going to go into, I guess the master bedroom where that dude burned to death. And he's going to try and provoke the ghost into like saying something, right? So he's like, Hey, Eno, like, because I think that was his name. And he's like, I heard that you don't like people sitting on your bed. Well, I'm going to sit on your bed, motherfucker. You know, he didn't say that. But, like, he's just, like, sitting on there. Maybe I'll even spend the night. How do you feel about that? Like, I even wrote about my <laughs> I wrote my notes. How do you like that, ghosty? That's what I wrote. That He didn't say that, though. So I guess Eno did not like it, not one bit, because uh, Brightman gets his... Like he gets the the trademark like three scratches like on his side right he's like ow it got me you know what I mean and then they lift up and he's got like three scratches on there so I was like hey ghost got you and then uh, the ghost said some scary shit like over the over the ovulus <laughs> which now I'm never gonna be able to think yeah. of that the same way again. sounds sexual as fuck <laughs> well yeah because it sounds like ovulation yeah yeah why did they call it an ovulus they're I- illiterate they're fucking uneducated I guess just sounded cool. Uh, yeah, Dude I mean, had pussy on his mind. He didn't called it that. It's the ovulus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pass me the joint. Yeah. <laughs> ovulus, that's what it is. <laughs> it's ovulating yeah. right now. Well, let's get it pregnant. It's, it's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious that it's the ovulus. <laughs> yeah, it'll make all kinds of money. <laughs> that's probably exactly how that went down. I'm, sure, right. I'm sure it was. They got some chick with them. She goes, that sounds great. You're passing the joint. <laughs> Don't bogart that, man. Yeah, yeah Blockfrog said, is the ghost's first name Brian? See, that was the first thing I thought of. Actually, his first name is Eno. He's like, a, or Eno or I know. I can't remember what they said. I think they said Eno. But yeah, I was thinking like Brian Eno. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, so so the ghost like scratches aside and then scares says some scary shit like over the obelisk. Apparently, he said. What did he say? He said, squeeze every throat in this house. Yeah, I'm going to squeeze every throat in this house. That's what he said. Yeah. Like, and they said it was, like, pretty clear, like, an all growly, like, a demon, like, yeah. you know, like, 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 a, shit like a Danzig voice. Uh, yeah. I'm going to squeeze every throat in this house. <laughs> that was me back when I was doing Mississippi Delta Blues. <laughs> back on up. Because I'm a ghost man. <laughs> Got that ghost hand. <laughs> Round your throat. High testosterone testosterone brothers back in Mississippi in the 1930s. Dude, you should make a whole record like that. Yeah, just swinging Like a Delta Blues record, but it's all about paranormal shit. That would be awesome. I don't think anybody's ever done that, have they? Got that ghost up in my booty. (laughs) You can come up with all kinds of You can smell it from miles away. (laughs) It's just evil spirits. Oh my god! And then we'll inside have to... joke. We're not farting. I'm going, man. <laughs> evil spirits and shit. Well, yeah, we make all kind of joke about that. Like we're sitting, we're sitting on the bed watching a movie or something, and all of a sudden he doesn't even say anything. And all of a sudden it'll just like, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! It's like chemical warfare. <laughs> and then he's like, hey. and I'm just like, you motherfucker! You never can't tell when it's gonna be bad. And then I have to like run in the other room and get the and then I yeah she come and run in the room for breeze and shit. <laughs> then I'm like, and I'm like yeah come on spray it. I get like hammer spray. Me. <laughs> it's like an absolution with the Febreze. We are in a show. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> We're talking about evil spirits. Uh, yeah, it's true. They come out your ass. Yeah. Where else would they come out of? Well, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I just I think it would be really funny for you to do a record like that, like to, going to there do and a have a colonoscopy. Like yeah, and they look in there and it looks like a damn burned up charcoal grill. <laughs> <laughs> Some evil spirits have been through here. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the bowels of hell, literally. <laughs> I I can see that happening. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot too that the ghost also punched this dude in the face because it gave him a black eye. Yeah. I remember that. Might be the only documented case of like a ghost just like popping somebody right in the fucking, giving them yeah. a shiner. Gotta say I didn't buy it. Yeah, I don't really buy a ghost giving you a black eye. Nah. I mean, nah, that, that's a little far-fetched. <laughs> what, how, would, how would a ghost even hit you with a fist? Ghosts don't have fists. Well, yeah, they don't have fists or hands, but you know, the fucking poltergeist can move, move an object. I just it wasn't it wasn't what he reported. It's I'm not I'm not sure that witness was credible. Although you know what I mean, fucking I wasn't there. Th- yeah, that's this, true. this has to be a kind of situation where you'd had to be there. I mean, there's a lot of shit that I saw up in Mammoth that if you weren't there, you wouldn't believe it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just I'm telling the story to Jenny. She's looking at me going like, "Come on!" And then she gets on the phone with my aunt and uncle. They'll tell us, "No, this is what happened." And yeah. Same well, thing. I specifically wanted to talk to them it. without you there, yeah. so I could see if they said the same thing that yeah. you said. Because they, they remembered more than I did. Because they don't live here; they lived in yeah. California. And they remembered. They remembered more about it than I did. But they were adults. I was only like 13. Blockfrog says, "Ghost Punch." That sounds like it'd be a cool band name. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know. I just thought there's something just inherently funny to me about a ghost just like socking you in the face. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I'm some sure kind of it Halloween be... drink mixer, ghost punch. 
Ghost Punch. <laughs> ghost Punch. It's like, it's like a... It's, it's a, like Ecto Cooler. Ecto-cooler, like that thing right. they used it's to... Like a, they, yeah. they sold in the 80s. Yeah. Ghost Punch. <laughs> Wild Berry. Ghost, <laughs> ghost Berry. <laughs> well, they already made Boo Berry. Yeah. Which was gross as shit. I liked all the fucking Count Chocula, the, the fucking monster cereals. Count Chocula was okay. I liked the Frankenberry. I, I just liked, liked the boxes. I didn't like the actual cereal. You know what I mean? I liked them all. I liked fucking Cookie Crisp, too. Oh, crisp, Cookie Crisp was the shit. Cookie Jarvis and all that shit. Did they even make Cookie Crisp anymore? Probably not. Man, that was, that was good I shit. I even liked a crazy one called Freaky Tree. See, I don't remember that You one. remember Freaky Tree? Freaky no. Tree was fucking trip. That doesn't sound like a food. It was fucking cereal. <sighs> yeah. Kugel. I told you about Kugel. Yeah. That Kugel also was, does not sound like food. Kugel was fake peanut butter. Flavored. Yeah, I remember that. Kugel sounds like some exercises you do to tighten yeah. your cooch muscles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jen does those. we fucking sitting through the roof, bro. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, it, hold on to something. It really I'm works. I'm getting pulled in. <laughs> it's that gravitational yeah. pull. <laughs> that gravitational pull. Yeah. Oh my god, we should do a stream like that one night. We'll do Hell that. Yeah. That'll be the theme. Yeah, gravitational pull. <laughs> we just fake it for like an hour. <laughs> we just get the angle right, and I'm back there going, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm holding it's like a wind blowing me in. You know? Oh my me. god, I wish I was good enough at special effects yeah, yeah, that we yeah, could make yeah, a video yeah. that actually like it that I could yeah. like actually suck you in yeah. there entirely. And, and we'll That'd be it, awesome. We'll just do it in public, and we'll just get tips. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking hysterical. Yeah. You gotta just do a comedy stream like that. Well, I mean, it's us, so it's gonna end up being comedy no matter what we do. You know what I mean? We can't help ourselves. We can't help ourselves. Because we're just like fucking smart asses and yeah. we can't take a single thing seriously. You know what I mean? But that's okay. Uh, so, yeah, so after the dude gets punched by the ghost. Um, you know, everybody, he's like, okay, everybody clear out. This, like, shit's not funny anymore, right? So, now, after this, Edwin's like, okay, well, we're not doing, like, paranormal open house anymore. This is, like, some bullshit. <laughs> it's like, apparently yeah. all the ghosts got provoked. We had Satanists with paper Ouija boards. There was, like, a whole situation. So, Edwin is like, so now, I'm still gonna let paranormal investigators in the house, but they have to be, like, friends of mine, like, beforehand. And then, like, another one comes in who's a friend of his named Bob, and I'm like, how many motherfucking... Paranormal investigators, does this dude know? Jesus, it was a lot, you know, because he, yeah. he was like another one, and I was like, oh, yeah. this is a different guy. All right, he must have hung out in a circle. He—that's what I'm thinking, like, because yeah. I was like, no normal person knows that many paranormal investigators. You they know, hung out the same bar, <laughs> the paranormal investigator yeah. bar. Yeah, that's where you know they have, they have the cop bar, and then yeah. they have the bear, then they have the ghost hunter bar. Yeah, <laughs> the ghost hunter bar. They all go there to talk shop. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, so so Bob, the paranormal investigator, and Edwin are down in the basement, and there's this kind of kiln oven thing down there, which I guess it's not like all intact or everything, but it's just like brick. And they find the paper Ouija board, and they're like, aha, like this is maybe what caused it. I don't know. That was kind of like the implication anyway. Um, and then they're going back up. What? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Don't worry about it. I'll talk about it later. Oh, uh, okay. You want to know what I was thinking of? Yeah. It just dawned on me fucking, we're talking about this. Y'all are going to trip. This only happens to fucking me in my life. <laughs> oh, shit. This should be good. On stream, mate, you have the ability to sell videos on there. We already got a bunch of them approved. They're up there. 
I've arranged Jen's first girl girl scene. Oh, that's what you were thinking of. Yeah. Okay. With my ex girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's my friend too. Yeah, yeah. They like each other. I love her. But I'm just funny how like, yeah, that's my girlfriend and my ex. <laughs> <laughs> And look, I'm not rich. I don't have a shit ton of money. It's just, it's just that they have probably dudes out there that would pay millions of dollars for that experience. It, it was just they probably would. They do shit too. They kind of con- create content. Her and her husband. Her and I, her husband. Yeah. And I, he's a friend of ours too. I introduced them. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, They've we, actually been together. Yeah. Slightly longer than us. Yeah. And uh, they go down to secrets and shit. They're 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 like open swinger couple now, basically. But uh, no, she's like, uh, I fucking talked to him and I was like, I was showing him some of the material we make. Oh yeah, it's good. And he's showing me shit that fucking they're making. And I'm like, uh, dude, we got to get fucking Jen. Jen and Aleta together. Aleta's cute. Okay. You guys, I've shown a picture of her before. So we've got to get them together, man. It's fucking be great. Girl, girl scene. And he's like, oh yeah, man. And then we can trade him up. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let you know. No, 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 no. no, no. He, he's like that. Yeah, he's, he's like that. Well, he's always just what you like talking about. This is 2023. Press his advantage. This is 2023. Yeah, he, he's trying to get at you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I just think that shit's fucking funny. Isn't that? That's what you were thinking of. Yeah, well, no, it just dawned on me. I was like, oh shit! I just realized that I fucking hooked. I hooked this shit up between my girlfriend and my ex. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. And you didn't tell me ahead of time that you were doing that. Well, no, it was just up. Just it's, it's just open. I wanted to see if they, they, yeah. if they would say yeah, and they say yeah. Because, like I said, yeah, we, yeah. you know, yeah. And she doesn't want to stream. Like she doesn't want to live stream. No, at first she thought video. she wanted you to, you guys to stream together live. She doesn't like live. She did Chatterbait for a while. Yeah. She hated it. Well, I've heard Chatterbait is kind of a shit show. Yeah. I mean, she didn't if like you, what she saw in the in, in the fucking, right, yeah, uh, in, yeah. In I've heard like section. people are kind of assholes. Yeah, I've heard, well, Streammate is better because it's like it's a little bit only better curated, and there's only like paying yeah. customers. But yeah, I've heard Chatterbait is like some people like that, but like having thousands of people like watching you. Yeah, and like some of them are abusive and shit like yeah. that. But that's well, not. they're fucking two thousand people watching and only four are paying. Right. So it's like that's yeah. not not really my thing. Nah. Not really my thing. I would rather like a smaller crowd. Yeah. That was more. Yeah, you might as well throw yourself in the goddamn fucking Roman arena. Yeah, no thanks. Which they did that evidently. Yeah. Live sex in the middle of the Roman arena. Imagine that. It's before the before the games. Yeah. That's and they pre- pre- probably everybody was like throwing shit at you and everything yeah. like that. Hey, see if you can hit him and in the paint. Some historians say it was all different events and shit. Fucking acrobats and fucking then live sex and then women with animals and fucking it, it was and it was it was weird yeah that sounds about the romans right. were fucking and they were and, and the romans weren't above children too i mean they had Again, children that doesn't surprise me yeah. so yeah so uh where was i so they find this paper ouija board and think oh maybe this is the cause of the trouble right or this piece of paper with ouija board shit mm-hmm. on it and so while they're going back up from the basement Edwin said that he felt like a finger, like down the back of his neck, like really distinctly. Now, uh, also, Bob hangs out on the second floor, and he there's like a door comes open by itself, and then he sees pretty much a full body apparition of a woman, and we kind of laughed because because Tom's like, and he sees the ghost of Andy because it looks like our friend yeah, Andy. Yeah, friend Andy. Yeah, and, and I laughed because I knew exa- yeah. immediately. Who, Zach who says he about. used like a cereal that looked like a little. What did it say? It looked like a little waffle. A little soup waffle. You talking about that? What was that? What was the name of that one? Something or the honeycomb? Gee, honeycomb kind of looked like a waffle. 
Well, they have one called Waffleos as well. Waffleos, and then there was Cinnamon Toast Crunch that kind of looked a little bit like a waffle. That's a, that looks more like just a little square. Yeah, square, but it had, it had little dots in it like a waffle. Speaking like of which, this past weekend for I, Tom's birthday, we went to Ichiban yeah. Buffet, and then we went to Books A Million, and we went to the um, to the coffee shop over there, yeah. and, the, and the barista, she made... Yeah, cinnamon toast crunch yeah. cold brew. Yeah, man, good. that shit was delicious. We're go- we're gonna go there tomorrow. It might is it open? I don't it's know. a holiday. It's a holiday. Because I wouldn't mind going to fucking Ichiban and then getting one, another one of those. Well, we'll check before we oh, drive okay. all the way over there because I I'm want not some sh- more shrimp. Because the thing is, like, it's Fourth of July, but like, not everything closes on the Fourth of July. You know we'll, what we'll I mean? Check. We'll so check. we'll check before we go over yeah. there. Waffle Crisp. Haven't had that in ages. Yeah. I used to really like one called Waffleos, which was like little, they looked like little square waffles, and that shit yeah. was delicious. It tastes like maple syrup, but I'm, they haven't made that for years. So yeah, so Bob sees this apparition and freaks the fuck out. Uh, and basically, like, he, it looks like he just kind of, like, spaces out. Like, he's not talking, and they can't, they're like, hello, Earth to Bob, you know what I mean, kind of thing. Um, and he basically said afterward that he said he totally froze and he couldn't move. And Edwin had to, like, help him down the stairs, and he doesn't actually come out of it until Lillian kind of, like, touches him. And, you know, is like, hey, are you in there or whatever? And he's just like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm okay. But he's like, yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of this house. That was fucking freaky. So uh, later on, Lillian, who uh, was alone in the house and also saw the ghost that looked like our friend Andy as well. And I guess what happened here was it looked like it kind of, like, pulled her back forcefully or, like, went inside her body or something like that. I don't know if they were trying to imply that it possessed her or whatever. And so she was home by herself then. But, like, then Edwin comes home and sees her lying on the couch. And she's acting kind of weird and, like, lethargic. And he's like, well, why don't you come up to bed? And she's like, no, I'm going to stay down here. So she just, like, stays on the couch. And then he's like, after that, she started getting really withdrawn, really unstable, really depressed, like, tired all the time shit like that like she just wasn't the same as she was now edwin also sees like he's walking down the stairs and he sees a a girl like in a victorian dress or like a woman standing in the window and she like turns around and looks at him and he said that she felt it felt like really sad like he could feel like all this grief and stuff like that like coming off of her like this girl that she saw that he saw so at this point he decides he's going to call an exorcist so this is so many like paranormal investigators and stuff like that trooping through this house but he calls it an exorcist and then you know the exorcist comes in and does his little little magic tricks or whatever and puts like little crosses in the window and shit like that and then he's like okay your house is clean my job here is done yada yada and then he leaves now a few days go by and nothing happens so they think oh well the exorcist actually did do the job and everything's fine but then a couple days later Edwin goes down to the basement and finds Lillian down there digging in the dirt, like, where the kiln brick oven thing is. And she is just, like, flipping out. And she's just, like, screaming. is like, let me finish. Leave me alone. And she's, like, fucking wigging the fucking He's like, what the hell is your fucking problem? Zach confirmed that it was Waffle Crisp. Oh, okay. Waffle Crisp. Yeah. Just updating people who don't have the live chat. Because <laughs> really. a, a lot of people who listen to the show recorded yeah. know the regulars in the live chat by the name. Y'all are famous, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 They can't make the live show, but they they know they they remember us talking about the 
Zach, you know. Those, well, that's why I mean, Zach I usually is. do try to like read yeah. people's comments if yeah. they, you know what I mean. I can't read everybody's because you know it would just be that, but yeah, I do try to because because I do keep that in mind that like maybe if you're just listening, Zach, like, Grafters, and bunch and other ones, they, they everybody the, the people who listen listen to the show record it fucking know your know your names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's digging around in here in the dirt, and she comes up with a news clipping. And in this news clipping, which was apparently buried in the dirt or whatever, I guess it's talking about a bunch of kids that drowned on the property. Now, they didn't really drill down into this, which I'm kind of like, well, wait a minute. They drowned on the property? Like, in the bathtub? Or where? Like, it didn't look like it was on a lake or anything. They didn't mention that. And so I don't know if these kids drowned before the house was built in 1875 or... Was there a flood? Yeah, or, or something. I just I don't really Wouldn't know. Be a hurricane in, in Massachusetts. No, unless it was like really really yeah. uh, weird, anomalous. Mm. But yeah, so and they didn't really go back to that either. So I was like, that seems like a weird thing to like just bring up and not bring up again. But okay, so that was what it was in the news clipping. So then later on, they show them like sleeping, and then there's like the ghost coming at them or whatever. Although I don't know if they saw that or not. A few nights later, Bill shows up again without calling. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, God damn, Bill. Don't you know how to use a phone? He just keeps, like, turning up on their doorstep. Hi, sorry, I'm just kind of like... And it's, I think it was, like, kind of late. I don't know how late it was. But he did say, like, in the reenactment, he's like, I'm sorry it's so late. But he's like, I, I felt something bad. Like, I had to come over and tell you because I think that Lillian is in trouble or is in danger. And I had to come over and tell you, like, right away. And he said when he came in the house... He thinks what happened is that they didn't say this outright, but they think that like the exorcist that came that cleansed the house actually cleansed Maggie, who was the guardian spirit. And so now all of the bad ones can just like run roughshod over the whole entire house because Maggie went into the light or whatever the hell. And so she's not around to like keep them all in check anymore. That's kind of like the implication. So Bill said, now that Maggie is gone, he's like, I used to actually really like this house and like coming to this house when his friend used to own it. But he's like, now that Maggie is gone, he's like, I was scared of the house like for the first time ever because she's not there anymore, like keeping track of shit. You know what I mean? And then he goes in to see Lillian and she's like sitting there in the chair. And um, at this point, Tom being Tom um, (laughs) says about the actress He's like, he's like, Lillian, you have really, really nice implants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he was doing like Bill, like talking to her and stuff like that. How are you doing, Lillian? You have really nice implants. She did actually. The actress had really nice implants. They were very nicely shaped. But um, <laughs> but so yeah. So Lillian sitting there in the chair, and I guess they show like her face changes, like the ghost's face is like imposed over her face or whatever. And then like they see, or Bill says that he saw, like the ghost of the woman that Bob had seen earlier, like standing behind her, like with her hand on her shoulder. So the implication being that Lillian is either kind of possessed or being controlled by this ghost or whatever. So Lillian starts getting all fucking angry and her and Edwin are like fighting all the time. And she's, you know, like I said, she's just not the way she used to be. And then Bill says, you know, the couple that he was friends with that lived there prior to Edwin and Lillian moving in, it's like they lived here for two years and it's like they broke up at the end because a similar kind of thing happened to her. Like, I guess somebody like kind of possessed one of the ghosts possessor and she started acting all crazy and they broke up or whatever. So 
uh, Bill basically says, you need to find something to believe in to protect yourself, because Maggie isn't here to protect you anymore, um, or this house is just going to tear you down, you're going to end up, like, breaking up and, and whatever. So at this point, Edwin and Lillian are talking, and they're like, well, should we leave? You know, maybe we should leave, even though they really love this house and they didn't really want to leave. So they go to bed, and then they hear somebody coming up the stairs, like footsteps coming up the stairs. And then they show, this actually kind of made me laugh a lot, because they show the same ghost again. But I guess, like, the way they did the special effect, she had, you know, they had the actress, like, in the ghost makeup, and she's all, like, tr- you know, kind of transparent. And so she's kind of standing like that, but she's just, like, you know what I mean? Like, kind of hovering over. And it's just, like, something about the movement just, like, really made me laugh. But she's just like, whoa, here I come, you know what I mean? So she's coming, like, over the bed. And then she starts attacking Lillian, like, kind of shaking her and smacking her around and shit like that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So at that point where it starts attacking Lillian, Edwin is like, okay, fuck this place. We're out of here. Um, Edwin's like, I couldn't really take seeing her, seeing Lillian suffering like that and being abused like that. So she's like, we're getting the fuck out of here. So Bill was actually happy that they ended up leaving the house because he was, like I said, afraid that they were in danger. And as I mentioned before, Lillian actually, uh, at least when this show aired, uh, Edwin and Lillian were still together, but he said Lillian didn't want to be on the show because she was still like scared of what happened there and she didn't really want to talk about it. Um, and basically they said, I think they said the ghost was like the ghost that was causing all the trouble was a former servant, like a servant that had worked there whose name was Abigail. I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, so they basically stayed with Lillian's sister and then eventually like moved somewhere else. Now, like I said, three years after they left the house, they were living someplace else, but they said they couldn't bear to part with the house, so they kept it. Um, But as I said earlier as far as i know i don't know how long they owned it after that but it has been sold it's been it was sold and it was restored and as far as i know it's for sale again um i don't think anyone's bought it this time but it it hasn't been for sale that long like just for a couple of months but i think that the people that owned it after them or maybe it was them i'm not real i wasn't real clear on that but they would let like i said they would um i guess for a fee i would imagine that you could like spend the night there and do paranormal investigations and stuff like that because it is listed as one of the most haunted houses in new england you know what i mean so a lot of groups do want to go in there so i guess they do let them come in there like i said probably make them pay i would imagine because you can't let all those people like troop through your house for free that's all i'm saying so uh so yeah faulty bathtub they drowned a whole parcel of kids right it's like what yeah i didn't really get i was like that's a big thing to bring up and then not elaborate on like oh all these kids drowned on the property i'm like okay like drowned in what drowned in molasses drowned in a puddle where what i don't know but they didn't say and i don't know if there's i mean i'm sure there's a way you could check because the i mean the house is famous it's uh and i even have the address right here it's for west broadway in gardner massachusetts like I said, it's been restored. It's still there. So I'm sure you could look up how many people have died there. Now, I did um, – I don't know if this is true, but they said that for a time, because like I said, it was a boarding house. I've heard that it was also a brothel for a short time, but I don't know if that's the case. They do say a lot of that. They say that a lot of times about houses of this era. It's like, oh, for a while it was a brothel. I'm like, 
Every house wasn't a brothel, okay? But I know that that is like something that they say a lot. It's a trope. Yeah. So I don't. So I don't know if that's true or not because the whole thing about that was that one site I read said that oh, like a prostitute had, that works there had, had been strangled there, like and had died there. Because like I said, I have heard that there were seven confirmed deaths in this house, including the dude that that burnt burned to death. But I, I don't know if that's true or not. But like I said, if you know the address, I'm sure it'd like pretty be pretty easy to check if you have like old newspaper records and shit like that. Blockfrog said Jenny just doxed the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Sorry. Sorry, ghosts. Don't come and punch me. <laughs> I'm gonna feel really dumb if like a ghost shows up tonight and punches me right in my eye. I'll be next to you though. I'd fucking take care of his ass. You gonna you gonna punch him back? Yeah. Got holy water and everything. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Where'd you get holy water from? <laughs> I pulled it out of my ass. <laughs> I have holy water. But I thought I thought your ass was the bowels of hell, though. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, you were saying earlier that your ass was the bowels of hell. Oh yeah, that too. There's holy water in there. Oh, so it's like a spigot. It's like it's, it's like it's like good be. and evil. It's, what, it's whatever I want it to be. It's like hot and cold yeah, yeah. with the faucet. Jenny's reading, <laughs> reading too much into it. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I do. Yeah, you know how I do. Yeah, foils humor. Just let this shit go. No, no, no. That's the thing. Okay. That well, that's what's that's what's funny to me <laughs> is is I like to take um is I like to take these kind of uh, situations and bring them up to their like maximum absurdity you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> that's like fucking hilarious fucking hilarious yeah uh ben says those breakfast cereals are so unhealthy just pure sugar yeah but you know they're good honestly like i said i was into cookie crisp i was into captain crunch i would still eat it now if you had it but it's like i don't eat breakfast anymore this is zach Zach says, Tom should get a tramp stamp with an arrow pointing between his crack. Abandon a hope all you would That would be like an anti-tramp stamp. It, all the gays would be running from me. Not running to me, see, so it wouldn't be a tramp well, stamp. What, okay, so, like a warning. Well, what, what would you tattoo on there like to entice people into it? I have no idea. You don't know. I'm not gay. Ask Zach. I know, but I'm just wondering. Come, I thought Zach you'd be able to. I thought you'd be able to come up with something. Zach can come up with some good shit, man. I thought you'd be able to come yeah, up with no. something. I, I can't. I can't gay eyes that much, Canada. You can't gay eyes. Gay gay eyes. <laughs> I can't, too much. <laughs> I can't see it through the gay. Through the gay <laughs> He's trying to gay imagine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's good. Gay imagine. <laughs> My gay imagination. <laughs> gay Not as good as Zach's. It's gay imagination. Zach can come up with some fucking great shit. Well, you know. Be like free, the, the, the arrow be pointing down and say like, free lunch. Or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> oh, I just thought like those old Looney Tunes cartoons where they always put this on that says free beer. Free, yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach, Zach said, uh, mine would be something like put it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> That was the bottom, that is. Okay. <laughs> Zach, awesome. your bottom is shit, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Never Why, be a top every, around me. Everything. If I fucking catch you standing up in the men's room again, I'm going to fucking beat the piss out of you, too. You sit the fuck down when I go in there. Well, I'm going to make a whole video about that. Jen's going to fucking play you. She's going to have a POV camera. We're going to go down bed in malls or something. And, and he's going to play you, Zach. I'm going to walk in and I'm going to go, Zach, what the fuck? Fuck, get the fuck away from that urinal. Get the fuck is standing 
sit down. When I when you see me walking this bitch, you sit the fuck down. <laughs> I see you standing up, pissing around me. Yeah. The pure male dominance. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be your whole angle. Yeah, just I male think. dominance. Yeah, you're just gonna. Yeah. Everyone else is gonna be like. Yeah. Subservient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone takes the female position. <laughs> <laughs> sit the fuck down. That's girl. right. Ben says, I have a theory that Roman gladiator contests were like pro wrestling. Most of it was theatrical bullshit. It doesn't make economic sense otherwise. Um, there's something to be said from that. Yeah. What had happened was, and this is according to Roman history, I don't remember if it was Suetonius that said it or whatever, but um, they started making, <clears throat> Roman emperors started making mandates that dudes had to die in these matches. That there had to be a certain amount of death matches. It's like, come on, it's no fun otherwise. Gl gladiators weren't being killed. Right. What had happened was, is the dudes, the gladiators had become so valuable, such valuable commodities, that, and they had such huge fan bases. And there must have been secondary markets for merch and all kinds of shit going on, all right? That they didn't want these dudes to die. If a dude lost, they would tend to be spared. You know? Because is it... You weren't really supposed to fight to the death. That wasn't really part of the fucking deal in the gladiator fight. You you basically had a submission win, and then you'd go to the fucking either the emperor or the MC of the fucking event, and and or the crowd. You know, should I kill him or should I let him live? And if he was a coward, you're supposed to kill him. If he was brave, you let him live. Well, these guys had huge fan bases. Nobody's gonna say the dude was a coward. He had all these fucking victories and shit. Well, there were certain emperors that were like, no, no, you, we have to make rules. Some guys have to die in this, or it's not to the death. Uh, I don't know how popular yeah, that decree like was. Yeah, it's like false advertising. Right. Because, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah people would, like, buy tickets. There people would buy tickets, and they're like, I thought someone was going to die. This is bullshit. Right. Well, people did die. Yeah. But not the, the main right. celebrity glad gladiators. Because the the... After the fucking live sex and and all that shit, and, and, the, and the jugglers and the acrobats, you then had animal hunts, which they'd release lions and shit and kill them, which evidently weren't real popular with the crowds, because a lot of the shit, especially towards the end, it looked real pitiful. The lions looked like in pitiful health, and they really didn't want to fight, and then they were doing crazy shit, like trying to kill ostriches and shit, you know, and killing elephants, and people started to turn against that. Then they would have like um, prisoner executions. They had that, and then they would have battle reenactments. And the battle reenactments usually were prisoners and the Roman army fighting prisoners, dressed up as like an enemy and doing a reenactment. Yeah, that's what Ben just said. Right, and um, that was part of your duty as a Roman soldier to to uh, to be in the gla in, in the arena and fucking do battle reenactments, kill kill prisoners and shit. And then, uh, then it was the games, the gladiators, and they had different ranks. You know, the ones that weren't that famous, they got killed a lot. It was just the famous ones, the real big names. They stopped killing those because they were just worth too much, and the, they were too popular. And the crowds would vote against, vote for their lives. You know what I mean? Because think about it: if you had Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson fighting. And fucking Mike Tyson loses. Are they really gonna fucking say, "Yeah, you gotta kill Mike Tyson"? Oh. No, because they, they had they both had fans, you know. So, 
That's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. Zach says, I'd always heard the best doms were little old Asian ladies who get you to move shit for them. <laughs> yeah, move shit into their apartment? <laughs> yeah, move that TV over there. They got a famous dom. Over there. They got a famous little Asian dom in um, fucking uh, the Philippines. And uh, she's got a lot of videos. You, you can find them like on X Hamster and shit like that. And she's fucking hilarious. All right, she's into bondage and shit. Her and her fucking friend, and they just humiliate dudes. It, but it is kind of funny, you know what they do to these dudes. Just and uh, I don't know. That's all I'm gonna say about. It. I mean, I Everything have sex ready. You know, I have said before what they my, would do to those dudes. You know, my my love of those videos of like chicks stepping on dudes nuts. Yeah, they would do that kind of stuff and worse. You yeah. know, but they would the dudes volunteered for it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not yeah. like they just like pulled them random right. off the street. So well, all the videos they have posted, a lot of them is uh, an American guy or a Western guy. He might be he's 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 a Caucasian. He's on there and he's fucking just jacked as shit. He's a fucking muscle guy and they just fuck that dude up. <laughs> he's on there a lot. And they, just, they just fuck that dude up. But it is kind of funny. She's got serious mouth game. She could talk some shit, man. And really, just I don't remember her name, but fucking just. Her shit talking is fucking the best part of those videos. Now I'm gonna have to see those. Yeah, if I can find them again. Yeah, that sounds super fun. <laughs> You'd like it. Yeah, it probably would. Yeah, she goes to strap on action and fucks that dude up, and her friends laughing at him and shit. And fucking, nice. and he's got fucking, he's a jacked dude, and he's got fucking tattoos on him like slave and shit. And he's, you can't see his face. He's got like a box on his head or a mask. You know, you can't really fucking. See. He's tied down. Yeah, I need to see. You see his parts of his face. You only the closest you see is the closest you see to his face. I think he had a little fucking like a mask on. Yeah, but it was that same dude over and over again. He's paying for that. Right. Okay. Oh, maybe that's her boyfriend. I don't know. There's no way of knowing. I mean, he's clearly into it. So there's a lot of videos, and maybe he's not paying. He might live with her. Right. And that's their yeah. That's their stick, and you know, it's all in English. And, and the, 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 the videos are an advertisement for her Dom service. Yeah. In, in, in the Philippines. Yeah, I'm going to have to look those up. Yeah, they got <laughs> kind of this cute... Get, get some pointers. Cute, overweight Filipino girl who fucking dominates you with her big ass, rubbing that on your face and all kinds of weird shit. Fucking, yeah, it, it's just funny, you know. <laughs> funny. That is pretty funny. All right. Are you ready to wrap it up? We can wrap it up. All right. So, uh, oh, I was going to say, so tomorrow, I don't know if we're going to be streaming tomorrow because I know it's a holiday and I'm off and everything like that, but we might be doing other stuff, but I'll let you guys know anyway. But if not, uh, Wednesday will be the main show, and I'm kind of excited about this one because this is a topic I've been wanting to do for a long time. We're doing two Victorian female murderers. Okay. So we're going to talk about Mary Piercy, All right. and we're going to talk about the baby farmer, Amelia Dyer, oh, who her. I've been wanting to do a show about her for a long time. Well, that's right. We just mentioned her on another show. We yeah, show. we haven't done a whole show. That was probably her. the most evil woman in history. She's yeah. fucking evil. Although, no, there were a lot of other evil ones. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of like a hard yeah, ranking to make. But Some of um, those serial killer girlfriends did for wicked shit, too. Well, 16-year-old girls dig their own graves and then fucking kill them and shit after she'd raped them. 
her and her, her and her fucking boyfriend. That was we got to do we got to do a show on them. Yeah, that old big old fat redneck and his girlfriend. Yeah, because I know yeah, if we used to do um, a lot of like killer couple shows, yeah. but we might. Yeah, I don't. And think she got off. I don't think we've covered them. She got off. I don't think she did any prison time because she claimed that. Well, I was scared of him. Right. It was one of those guys back in the eighties. Yeah, did we do like? Because I know that we did. Because remember, we used to do every Valentine's Day. We always used to do a killer couple show. Yeah, and we would do several of them. We would do like three or four of them on each show. Or I think she got off. She virtually got off. She testified against him, and yeah, okay. I don't got a light sentence or got off. When I don't remember. But that's but yeah. So that's what Wednesday's show is going to be yeah. about. The and I'm kind of I'm not you know excited about it because I've been wanting to do that show for a long time. So it finally won in the damn poll, and I was very very happy. American military is asking you something. Uh, are you ever going to review the folk horror film Eyes of Fire, 1983? I thought I did. Um, I'd have to go back and look. I'm pretty. I thought I did a Flickers of Fear about it because I remember watching it not too long ago. Because Shudder, remember, had that um, that three and a half hour like folk horror documentary, and they mentioned Eyes of Fire on there, and they had that on there too. And I watched it, and I thought I did a video of it. And if I didn't, then I must be crazy because I'm pretty sure I did one, but I don't remember it. No, I think I just watched oh, it. Oh, just okay. I think something she did solo. Yeah. yeah, but I'm pretty sure I'll have to look. But I'm pretty right. sure I did it. Uh, ben said she claimed she actually adopted. She's talking. He's talking about uh, Amelia Dyer. Okay. Claimed she actually adopted out all the babies, didn't she? Yeah, I think at first she kind of did, but then like after a while, she's like, you know what? It'd be much easier to just to, like fucking strangle them. Yeah, she threw them bitches into the Thames. Yeah, she threw those babies into the Thames. Yeah. And they are not actually sure how many I she killed. I think hundred of them, probably. Um, they think uh, it was between 200 and 400. Oh, okay, right, right. right. But um, they're not entirely sure. Yeah. Like, I think she just got convicted of six that they knew of, you know what I mean? Right. But they speculate just because of, you know, how many people were missing and shit like that, that it might have been as many as 400. So, yeah. Uh, not yep. not great, but yeah, that's good. What the show's gonna be about Wednesday night. So if you are in the United States, please have a good Fourth of July tomorrow. Please don't blow off any of your appendages with fireworks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> don't set anything on fire. Don't set your house on fire. Anything like that. So uh, so yeah, we'll see you guys on Wednesday night. Good night.